This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Chris from Nolan Financial Partners. If you'd like more information about what you're hearing on today's show, give us a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us at our website. It's nolanfinancialpartners.com. So at our website, you can click over to the radio page and you can check out our past shows and you subscribe to our programs on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and there's one more. Amazon Music. And actually, uh, Amazon Audible as well. Yeah. Oh, Amazon Audible. That's the yeah. one I was really yeah. trying to think. So I want to introduce you to uh, my co-host, Tony. <laughs> he uh, barged in with help there. I did barge in. Appreciated. I did. Yeah, our intro shows Tara, Tara, and Tara, and it's just Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's just Chris. People are surprised after the intro. It's like, wait, wow, she has really let herself go. <laughs> Gray hair and not very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're just fine, Chris. So uh, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Uh, so today we're going to talk about early retirement and things to consider before you rush into it. It's something that uh, you should really think about. You may think you have enough money and you might, and, and that might not be the problem. There are other things to consider. And so sure. read an article from AARP. 10 things to consider before you rush into early retirement. And so we're going to kind of use that as a guide today for today's uh, talk. Yeah, sounds great. And thanks for the intro there. And, uh, you know, you've got me thinking about retirement. You know, I have this idea, Chris, that I'm going to be sitting on a beach somewhere, reading a book, (laughs) sipping umbrella drinks. You know what I mean? Uh, Oh, Oh, yeah. That's that's going to be me. (laughs) There you go. The problem is Tara is never going to let me retire. <laughs> no, no. I, I wish you I wish you the best of luck getting Tara to slow down ever. I'm a retirement planner and that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think Tara will ever slow down. Right. Right. Well, the first yeah. thing that the uh, article talks about is healthcare. It's It's really expensive and you don't get Medicare until age 65. So you've got to have a good mm-hmm. plan for how to get to 65 on Medicare because those costs can be can exceed $10,000 a year for a typical couple, right? And right. so yeah. now there are some current laws dictates health insurance can exceed a certain amount of your income. So if you're a lower income, which you would be a lower income usually in retirement because you don't have income, you just have money that you pull out, but it's still unearned sure. income usually, right? Still come off that and so you still need to figure out what that healthcare is before you start figuring out your budget in retirement. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's right. Uh, but, but yeah, I yeah. mean, obviously people are concerned about uh, will they have enough money 
to make it through retirement and when can they retire? But healthcare is a big part of that equation, right? I mean, you're not kidding. I mean, my neighbor had that situation. He's a great guy, but he's much older than his wife. And he had a really good healthcare plan because he worked for the state, right? The problem is that plan covered both of them. But if he retired, it would cover neither of them. But he was 65 at the time, so he could get Medicare. She could not. And the cost that it would cost to insure her was astronomical, right? So that, that's right. And so uh, we've talked to a lot of people where a, maybe a spouse that hasn't worked or um, has already pre-retired, the spouse that didn't retire does retire, and then they've got a healthcare situation just right. as you described. Yeah, and or so they, or just so they end up going back to work, <laughs> right? And he he actually kept working. He purposely didn't retire. But some people can't retire because. Uh, they want to retire early, and that's what we're talking about. So let's say they yes. want to retire at 62. Well, the problem is that they are not eligible for Medicare until 65. So uh, they've got three years of very costly health care expenses uh, to cover and insurance. And so you have to take that into account. I, I know this is something that you uh, look at with your clients when you're planning out their retirement income, right? That's right. And so what you have to do is decide where that money is going to come from. Sure. And so so we, if you retire, now your money becomes a nest egg. You're no longer adding to it. All you're doing is pulling from it. Right. Um, now, if you retire way early, like 55, now you've got to consider, uh, am I going to pull money out of deferred accounts, 401ks, IRAs? Those have withdrawal uh. penalties of 10%. So, Ouch. Because so they're not you're not supposed to touch those accounts until you're 59 and a half is what you're saying. That is right. That's so if you retire will... before you're 60, you're in trouble because you can't start pulling from retirement accounts, or at least traditional accounts like 401ks, 403Bs, traditional IRAs, right? Yeah, we just consider all that money locked up, right? Yeah. Before 59 and a half. So any money yeah. that's sitting in that IRA or 401k, we just consider it locked up. And, sure. and we don't use it because a 10% withdrawal penalty is uh, when you're trying to, to extend a retirement for, for 30 years or so uh, yeah. is hurtful. Yeah, obviously. So and those, uh, yeah, and 10%, uh, that's nothing to sneeze at when you're talking about uh, paying that plus taxes, right? Yeah. So you can, uh, here's some numbers. Um, so say you withdraw $20,000 from an IRA before 59 and a half. Yep. And you're in a 15% federal tax bracket. So you'll be facing $5,000 in taxes and penalties for that $20,000 withdrawal. So it's really only worth $15,000. Wow. So we really have to plan that out so we know if we can take that or not. Well, and speaking personally, I mean, the idea of losing that much money to taxes and penalties um, <laughs> is all the inspiration I need uh, to leave it where it is until I can safely withdraw it and to make sure I'm working with somebody like yourself. That, that's right. And so I, I have never recommended anybody do that. The only people that I know do that have done it because they were starting a business, right? Mm -hmm. And so they felt like they could make it up in the business they were starting. But I've never seen anybody take the money out just to pay a bill and pay the 10% penalty. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's the next thing that people need to be aware of when they're going to retire early or thinking about retiring early? 
Well, it, it goes to that nest egg, the importance of compounding interest in that nest egg. Oh, so, yeah. So um, I'm going to throw some more numbers at you. Sure. Um, so uh, bear with me. So if for if you invest $3,000 a year between the ages of 25 and 55, um, you'll have roughly 237000 assuming you have a net average of 6% each year on those investments. Um, it's a $90,000 contribution. So that's a, a nice, healthy return. So that that's awesome. Um, however, let's, let's look about it. If you look at it, if you stayed and worked another uh, 10 years till age mm-hmm. 65, sure. And then still put in the same $3,000 a year. So you saved, it would save another $30,000 over those 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, but that nest egg would grow from that 237,000 to 464,000. Oh, that's almost yeah. a double, right? right? So it shows how once that nest egg does start to get really big, uh, that that compounding interest really starts to play in. Uh, so a 30-year compounding interest is a whole different matter compared to a 40 years of compounding interest. Yeah, that 10 years can make a huge difference if you work for that next 10 years. And uh, I love when you give a a great example of compounding interest, a solid concrete example (laughs) like that, because compounding interest is incredible, right? I mean, it really adds up, so to speak. It it really does. Yeah. I I remember that that was the way uh, my grandparents did it. They they put money into compounding interest vehicles in the 70s, 60s and 70s. And it was great because it was usually CDs and and savings account were paying 6%. But uh, now we have to look at the market to get those kind of returns. Well, yeah, CDs haven't CDs and anything (laughs) at a bank hasn't paid that in uh, a long, long, long time since I was a uh, child. So (laughs) (laughs) I was just a a wee lad at that point, Uh, even me as old as I am. So that's been a while. But (laughs) but I think that's great. So what's what's next? Um, The next thing on our list is talking about. your age, right? So right. you mentioned Longevity. that if, it, if you retire at 55, um, you're going to probably live for at least another 30 years. Yeah. And so you got 30 years of spending that nest egg compared to 20 years if you retire at 65. Sure. Um, so makes a big lo- difference. Makes a huge difference. And there's a, there's a little statistic out there. If a couple makes it to age 65, there's a 25% chance that uh, one of those two will uh, live to be 98 years old. Yeah. How is that for, uh, you know, a uh, uh, hoorah for our healthcare system? Yeah. People that, are living longer and longer, especially yeah. women. Especially uh, women. Uh, yep. And so I, I think that's huge, obviously. Uh, people are living longer and longer. My grandfather, 101. Wow. Uh, imagine, imagine what his retirement planner was. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, he, he, yeah. He, I think his plan may have gotten broken. <laughs> <laughs> he broke his plan a long time ago, oh, yeah. uh, but, uh, but fortunately for him, he owns farmland and can lease it. And so he has that uh, income 
nice. uh, in addition to social security and other a- things. Assets so. are the best. Yes. Yeah, they are. So, uh, <laughs> and that's a part of it it's because everybody, I'm glad you pointed that out. Everybody's situation is different, right? Like yes. my grandfather's situation was way different than the average person that you deal with, but nobody, there is no average person out there, right? I've never met the average person. Uh, We're all unique individuals, right? You'll never meet the average person. So you always hear the average person, but those stats are usually crazy because there is no average person, right? And that is absolutely the truth. I know I'm not average. I'm not saying I'm above average, Chris, (laughs) mind you, but uh, I'm not like you and Tara where I'm, uh, you know, I'm not a, a renaissance man like yourself. But. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony, um, now's the time where you got to pay the bills. Uh, so I want to uh, make sure that everybody knows about our uh, website. It's oh, yeah. nolanfinancialpartners.com. Um, you can call our office at 719-210-4242 and uh, give us a call. We've set aside 20 complimentary consultations for the upcoming week. Uh, Please give us a call. We do virtual appointments and we do appointments in person in our office downtown. All right. That sounds great. Thanks, Chris. And so today we're looking at some potential consequences of retiring early, things you need to take into consideration. And number one, you need to be working with uh, an advisor, a financial advisor like yourself uh, right. to get a plan in place, uh, obviously. And um, you talked about how expensive healthcare is, the fallout of tapping into that nest egg too soon, the loss of compounding interest, and the fact that your right. retirement may last a long time. Those were all great points that a lot of people aren't thinking about when they uh, plan on an early retirement. So uh, what's next? Uh, the next thing the article talks about is that you're, you're you're going to spend more money than you think. And this has been the case with almost yep. every person uh, that has come in uh, that, you know, we set up a plan for that those first five years, they spend a lot more money than they think they are going to mm-hmm. in retirement. Especially now, those first five years, right? Those first few years. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you want to do the traveling that you haven't yep. gotten to do. You want to go see all the all the relatives, your grandkids, uh, all the all the people in your life. You you're going to travel see them, and we're so spread out now. Um, so there's a lot of traveling money that gets spent, and then we start picking up hobbies maybe we didn't have before. That's right. Um, and so I had one client. He went down to Lowe's and bought every woodworking tool they had, and he was going to do things with wood. So. Um, <laughs> You've got to figure out what you want to do and make sure that you plan for that. The general rule is that you're going to spend about 80% of what you were last working at. Right. Sure. Sure. So if, so if you made a hundred grand a year, then 80,000 is what you'll spend in retirement. But that's really mainly due to the fact that you're no longer saving for retirement. So you're not saving that 10 to 15% anymore. Um, there's no social security payroll taxes on your, on your income because there's no payroll and then you're not commuting to work. So, um, but not much else goes down. Um, right. Yeah. The cost of, uh, the cost of living doesn't go down once you retire. That's for sure. That's for sure. And then, then we also have to think about inflation, right? So right now inflation is a huge topic. Um, we're looking at an 8% 
inflation for for this yeah. year. That, nine, that, actually, closer to nine. Closer yeah. to nine. Wow. So it, it, the estimate goes up. I think eight point six was the last I saw. Yes, that's right. Um. So yeah. So it's it's going up and down. Or it's it's going to go up. Hopefully, we'll get back down to the normal uh, one to three uh, percent inflation. Uh, but uh, we need to make sure that we have that nest egg that can account for for those uh, needs of of uh, things costing more. Sure. And I know another thing on your list you wanted to talk about is housing, right? Uh, and that in retirement, right? Yeah. So housing, uh, even if you pay off your house, um, you still have to uh, maintain that house. Yeah. You still have to pay the taxes on the house yeah. and you still have to pay for the insurance. You know, does, does house insurance go down? No, it only goes up. <laughs> No, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Does yeah. do property Same with taxes. my property? <laughs> yes, yeah, your property, property taxes, tax, right? Have they ever went down? No, uh, they, they go up exponentially, and they go up exponentially We've, for me anyway. Here in Colorado, uh, housing prices have doubled over the yeah. last four years. Yep. So somebody retired four years ago is now seeing you know about a almost a fifty percent oh. increase in their. And their property yeah. tax. Yeah, isn't it crazy? That's what I saw in mine. That's crazy. And then, and then we have people moving from. So we're in Colorado Springs. We have people moving out of Denver because they can't pay pay the property taxes. Yeah, and yeah. so they're moving down the Front Range to either Colorado Springs or Pueblo, depending on their situation. And um, so that's what people are having to do. They're having to leave the house they had planned to stay in their whole lives because of the property tax. Yeah. And that's a sad situation. So, uh, and that's a whole other show right there is talking about the housing market, but, (laughs) but you're right. If you're planning on retiring early, um, you're going to need to set aside money to cover repairs and taxes. So, uh, that's really important. And, you know, I think we're getting to the point where we need to talk about if people are talking about early retirement, uh, we've met, you've mentioned this before. Tara's mentioned this, the idea of getting a part-time job during retirement, doing something you enjoy, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, that's, that's a really good thing. Uh, there's a lot of good things about, uh, having a part-time job, something that you enjoy. Um, because what, if you retire early, uh, or you're, whenever you retire, you lose those, those built-in friends from work, Right. Right. Um, so you, those, that's one of the biggest things in retirement is how do I have friends? Who do I hang out with? Well, you, when you're retired, you can't hang out with people that are at work because they're working. Uh, what and you, do you can't do? hang out with Tara because she's in Europe. She's that, in Germany right. on some military base. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's <laughs> helping out all that movement of goods and materials yeah. uh, between here, there, and uh, she's further. She's east. doing the Lord's work right now. I'll tell you that. Yeah. 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 So, so big, but you're right. Uh, a lot of people do end up doing that nowadays in retirement. If they want to retire early to help fund the early retirement, maybe, or even a regular retirement, whether it's early or 65, get a part-time job doing something you like, or find a, you know, a lot of people work at a lot of retirees work at museums or parks or theaters if they have a passion for something or libraries, bookstores, things like yep. that. Yeah. yeah, I've got a good friend. She became a docent at a, oh. at a 
at a museum. And so that's she just, really neat. Yeah. She just loves it. Yeah. She just loves it. And she get and she gets paid, but I mean, it shouldn't care about that. She just likes yeah. the, the yeah. interaction. Right. That's the thing. Right. I know. I know um, a couple retired guys I know uh, work security or ushers at the big concert venues in uh, around. Uh, uh, and um, uh, they uh, that way they can see shows and concerts for free nice <laughs> you know what i mean so they that's sure. why they do it yeah they get paid you know an hourly wage to do it so they're oh, making yeah. money and they're seeing every major concert that comes yeah through, right at old, the time, arena. Old, old time rockers from the 70s yeah exactly. still, got, still got a rock <laughs> yeah ex- exactly exactly so yeah getting a job is important so um uh, and what about uh, social security has to play a part in this too, right? I mean, if you retire early, you're either not going to be eligible for social security or uh, you're going to have to take social security at a greatly lock in at a reduced amount because you didn't wait long enough. Is that, that right? That's right. So if you start your social security when you're 62, um, it re- reduces your amount by 30% versus your full retirement age at 67. Wow. So that that's a huge difference. Um, yeah. And so, and then each year after 67, it goes up 8% per year. So it's, it's even greater between 67 and 70. Um, yeah. So this is something that we go through with all our clients. What, what is the right fit for you? And when you take your social security, um, maybe we spend a little bit of our nest egg, so we can reach deeper into the social security dollars in the future. The other thing that people don't realize about social security is that it's not a hundred percent taxed. So what does that mean? Well, it's, it's either taxed at 85% of it is taxed or 50% of it is taxed or none of it is taxed. Depends on how you take your money in retirement. So, so it's a big deal to have uh, that figured out. Yeah, it is. So that's again, and we've talked about that before a lot on the show is, you know, taxes in retirement. What's that going to look like? And especially if you're retiring early, it just magnifies these issues to where you really need to drill down and figure out what everything's going to cost. And a lot of people, I think when they, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the one talking to people about retirement uh, on a daily basis and meeting with clients and prospects and talking to listeners, but, uh, and viewers, but, um, when people are wanting to retire early, uh, a lot of them probably say, I want to turn on my social security as soon as possible, because that's how I'm going to be able to retire early. I'm going to retire at 62 instead of 67, because <laughs> I know I can take my social security at 62. That's why I'm going to retire at 62. And a lot of people do. In fact, a lot of people try to take social security at 62, even if they're not going to retire, uh, which is a huge mistake. Uh, we talked mistake. about why on the show before and viewers can go listen to that show. Our listeners can check out that show on the website or on uh, one of the podcast sites. But um, why is that though? It's because you take a reduced amount, right? So yeah, you take that reduced amount at yeah. 62. And then yeah. if you're still working, um, what, the IRS says for every $2 over a certain limit of earnings you make, we're going to reduce your social security by a dollar of that. Yeah. 
So if you make $60,000, you will in, in a job you, and you start your social security, you will basically get none of the social security, but your secure social security amount will be locked in at that earlier time. So yeah, you're getting no benefit. Make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting no benefit and you're uh, locked in at a low rate. It's permanent. Rate yeah. And it's yeah. permanent. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. So don't make any move with social security. If you haven't yet filed or you've just recently filed, immediately pick up the phone and call yes. Chris and Tara at, and, at Nolan and Financial. And Park. there's ways to fix it. Okay. Yeah. And that, that number really quick, I'm going to give that number. Um, it is uh, 719-210-4242. And that's 719-210-4242 or 4242, I should say. Um, but this is great. Now there's probably, I, I, may, I imagine another biggie for early retirement is what in the world are you going to do with yourself, right? Yeah. You've got 40 hours a week. <laughs> That now you're going to uh, have to fill up, right? Yeah. And yeah. Um, for Tony, since he's going to start retirement at 62, <laughs> he's not going to have that much beach money, right? Right. So, that's the problem. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So you've got 40 hours that you need to fill. You're you're not going to fill it all with traveling. You're not going to fill it all with a good book um, or sitting on a beach uh, yeah. because it's just not that much fun. So that's where we go back to what kind of what we talked about before, maybe volunteer, uh, maybe think about things that you always wanted to learn, but never had the chance. Well, now you yeah, do. That's true. You know, you Some go people back go school. back to school. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yep. And, and uh, there's so many online schools you can go through if you don't want to travel to a school. So right. there, there's lots of options with that. Um, you know, if, if you, do you have the hobbies, you know, do you want to work with wood? You want to start building things. Sure. I knew a guy, he bought a lathe and he made these um, vases out of driftwood and, and old wood. They were amazing. And wow. he was selling them for like 400 bucks a pop because they, they were wow. such pieces of art. That's some income to have yeah. in retirement. If you want to do that, that's amazing. Yeah. And he was just doing it for fun, but he's like, hey, sure. people like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and it's also good to have that professional plan because guess what? You may not have thought of all the pitfalls and all the, all the things along the way. Well, guess what? Professionals, they see them, they have experience yeah, with them. That's right. Um, because they have clients that are retired um, and they think about them. It's what they do that's every right. day. Yep. So that's what they get paid to think about. So they right. do read articles like this. Yeah. We, we, we can't keep up with what's happening. So yeah. seek out a financial professional, there's one I know that you can reach at 719-210-4242. So give us a call. Take advantage of our complimentary consultation at 719-210-4242. All right. Thanks, Chris. And yep, we're out of time for today's show. It was a great one. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me on. And that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host today, Chris McKinney. You have a great week and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com.
Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.